Hello and welcome to the Startups Roundtable. I'd like to start with an acknowledgement of country. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet. Here in Sydney, it's the Gadigal people. We pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging and extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening today. Hi, Tony Hackett is my name and I'm your host at the Startups Roundtable where we speak with founders and other people associated with the startup ecosystem. Today, it was a great pleasure to speak with my friend and work colleague, Madarima Agawal. We both work at NetApp, where she is a Director of Engineering Programs and leader of NetApp's Accelerator, which is a startup accelerator into its seventh cohort. In this conversation, we will explore the startup program, and I'm most excited to talk with Madarima about NetApp's new Accelerate Her program, which is a startup program for female founders. Lots to discuss, so let's meet Madarima. Thanks, Tony. Hi, I'm Madarima, and uh, having spent 17 years of my life in the professional world, which spans across corporates and startups, it's been quite an interesting journey. And I think the fact that I got a chance to be an entrepreneur and then work for big corporates, work for startups, and then now today where I am, which is acting as a bridge between the corporates and startups in my role as the head of NetApp Accelerator, which is NetApp's global startup program. It's been an absolutely delightful journey, Tony. So what I do, the NetApp Accelerator program, we work with B2B tech product startups across the globe and offer them all the support that we can on the tech side, on the business side, through mentoring, coaching, access to resources. We help them build successful businesses. And that's the part I enjoy the most, when you can play a meaningful role in creating success for others, which in turn impacts society at large in a positive way. That's a great opportunity to get. I'm pretty thankful for that. It's a really powerful way to summarize it. And knowing that you're about to launch cohort seven, when you have a look back across, if I can take you back a little, and then we'll sort of come forward to now, what are some of the patterns of change that you've seen across the six cohorts to now and as you're about to launch cohort seven? That's a great question, Tony. And it, it also shows how we have evolved. So let me take you back three years when we started this program. So when we launched Cohort 1, it was uh, with the intent of fostering innovation in the ecosystem. And we started with six startups that were based out of Bangalore, where this program is headquartered. And today, when we are launching the Cohort 7, we have international startups uh, from across the globe, right from the US to India and in between that are part of this program. So what we have seen is that as the program has evolved, we've seen the scope of uh, participation from startups across the globe that has increased. What has also happened, and I think that's the more meaningful part, is we started with offering them only mentorship opportunities. And those startups were all in the early stages. Today, what we see is we see startups that are in the growth phase coming to us. And of course, mentorship remains a key part of it. What also attracts these startups is the fact that they get a chance to work with an organization like NetApp, which can help them open doors, which can help them understand how an enterprise works. It gives them an opportunity to test their products, uh, whether they are enterprise ready or not, and get feedback to make changes as required. 
So what we have seen in terms of trends, if you ask me, we've seen that the startups have become more mature. The startups, they now have more clarity in terms of what they are looking for. And the team sizes have increased, which allows us to have more touch points within an organization. So those are some of the things that's happened. One very interesting thing that has happened, and this is specific to India, though, I will share that. As I told earlier, we work with B2B startups. Three years ago, finding good B2B startups was a struggle in India. However, over the past three years, there's been a tectonic shift that we see in the kind of new startups that are coming up and also the quality of startups that are available in the B2B area. We see a lot of startups in India are now building for the globe. And that works beautifully for a program like ours, because then they get to understand what a global organization looks like. They get a chance to connect with folks who are based across the globe and get firsthand understanding of what those markets are like. So those are some of the changes that uh, I have seen happening. You hit on a really interesting point there about patterns and processes. I know with some of the major organizations I get to work with in my role in NetApp, they are looking for patterns and processes, ways to conduct their business better, more efficiently, where somebody else has taken the risk out of it for them. What you're describing there is another way that NetApp is able to help the startup community by being able to share those learnings from a 30-year thereabouts history of having to solve those problems for ourselves. And that, to me, is a really interesting element of the Accelerator program. The good fortune I've had in talking to startups on this podcast to date has been to hear about their learnings and their experiences and being able to pick the minds of experienced folk from inside NetApp and also NetApp's ecosystem is really powerful. I'd love to now think through with you what the program and the framework looked like pre-COVID and what it looks like now. What have been some of the changes? Because you've had one cohort that was totally remote. So it was during the COVID lockdowns and there would have been some experiences that would have been surprising, difficult to embrace, but I'm guessing there are some experiences that were actually an improvement for whatever reason. Could you maybe share some of those times? COVID made us all change. That is an event which left no one untouched. And as you said, you know, some positive things did come out of it, Tony. The cohort six was completely remote in the sense that right from the selections till the graduation. And while that did have some things we would have preferred having been in person, but having a completely remote cohort allowed a level playing field, so to say, for all startups. And let me elaborate a bit on what I mean when I say a level playing field. So earlier, we had a couple of cohorts where global startups had participated and they were the only ones that were remote, like a startup that was based in Israel was part of cohort five. And they were the only ones that were remote while everybody else got to enjoy the sessions, the meetings in person. With cohort six, everybody was forced to do everything remotely. It was easy for us as organizers You just set up the meeting and know that everybody will show up and everybody will have the same experience. So that brought in some kind of equality there. But the better part about that is, and this is due to COVID uh, in general, people seem to have more time 
because the time that was lost in commuting that was lost hopping from one event to the other or one meeting to the other that was all available now and that in turn allowed people to use that time more productively so for us it became easier to get more experts to get more mentors to be part of uh, these sessions because they had that spare time that they were willing to volunteer for helping others what the other good thing that happened is from a startup's point of view especially in b2b sales and antony you are an expert on that so earlier the clients expected startups to show up in person do the demos you know meet multiple people at different times which involved a lot of cost in terms of both time and money with everything becoming virtual it helped the startups because it didn't matter whether they were based in a geography that was in the clients or in a separate geography because it was the same experience for the client and that has seen more the startups especially those in the tech area which were able to leverage technology to make things happen they've seen tailwinds and they are riding on it and getting uh, things closed faster so i think those are some of the things that have affected positively in our cohort experience also because startups now are more willing to share with each other the strategies that have worked for them everybody is going through the same thing so earlier when we had a mix in a cohort let's say we had a startup from the us and we had a startup from india they really weren't able to have that meaningful a conversation about how they are approaching their clients and closing sales but now because it's the same for everybody they are able to have that and share tips and tricks even amongst the community so those are the top two positive changes or as i call it you know the silver lining to the cloud people have more time and hence are able to contribute and volunteer for the program and attend sessions and the second part is they are able to interact more amongst themselves because now more or less everybody is in the same boat does that make sense uh, tony it does that's very interesting about the collaboration you've also made me think about the change in the process of selection what has that been like for you and the netapp team so let me take a step back and uh, talk about how selections used to be earlier so we would open up for applications during a specific window of time applications would come in we would go through them and then the pitch days were the most important days when the final shortlisted startups would visit the netapp office and make a pitch in person now here again the startups which were based in a different geography within india would either fly down for that because we did make it mandatory for them to be present in person and those that were outside uh, you know international starters would do it uh, over a uh, video conference now this time everybody was on video conference including the panel members and that uh, allowed us to include panel members from different regions and also because you were not required to be in office we were able to play on the time and adjust for time zones as well and for startups also it was the same experience for everybody i think in some ways it created more and i'll go back to that phrase you know more level playing fields for everybody it's a really interesting point i would never have considered that being such a a huge positive out of it but it makes every bit of sense as you describe it i also know that the program has had some wonderful startups come through that have exited as well that must be a heartening experience for you to see that happen 
Yes, uh, I mean, if within uh, three years of inception and having worked with 35 startups, when you see almost 10%, which is three startups getting uh, successfully acquired and uh, leaving the founders with a great outcome for all the effort that they had put in. It's immensely heartening to see that. And especially when, you know, the founder called you first and said, hey, this is not public, but we just closed this deal and we are super happy about it. And we'd like to thank Netta for giving us this opportunity. Our experience was very useful. Just makes you feel that, okay, you've done something meaningful. And that's a great feeling to be able to describe in words is difficult, but just that. And in fact, we have startups from our first cohort coming back, still staying in touch and then attributing some of their success to the time that they spent as part of the program really makes you feel so positive, Tony. So two of the startups from our first cohort have been acquired, one by a US uh, multinational and one by an Indian health conglomerate. And we've seen over 70% of our startups have raised follow-on funding, which I think is, uh, you know, great news. And while I don't say that funding is a measure of success, in some ways, it just shows that, you know, these startups, somebody is seeing the potential in these startups that they'll grow faster and is willing to bet their money on these startups. I feel the joy and pride in your voice, and rightly so. And it's a topic that I would like to move us on to now, which I I know will have the same level of joy in your voice. And we work for a company, as many companies, building diversity and inclusion to be a core part of their fabric. NetApp is one of those companies. And you have a program, a cohort that is soon to launch, that is an evolution of the Accelerator program. I wonder if I could ask you to introduce that and to talk about that a little bit. As you rightfully said, you know, this is something that is so close to my heart. Having been uh, an entrepreneur myself and facing the challenges that sometimes get enhanced or, you know, are bigger for women entrepreneurs, I am so happy to talk about Accelerate Her. And as the name suggests, it is focusing on women founders. We stay true to our purpose of working with B2B tech product startups. The only additional criteria to be qualified for this program is that you need to have a woman co-founder or a founder. And this program aims to give all startups everything that we give to the accelerator program and more. And the more is where we talk about certain things that are specific to women founders. And we ask them, you know, this is uh, all our curriculums are highly customized. So we ask the founders, what are the areas you are seeing challenges in? Where would you like help? And then we arrange those sessions, do those connects, bring in the experts to help them tide over those areas. And, And that's exactly what we want to do and accelerate her. As you rightfully said, NetApp as an organization has a very high focus on diversity and inclusivity. And this is one more step in that direction where we want to extend, see more women entrepreneurs succeed and bring a positive change in in the society around us. It's a wonderful thing. And when I, I look at what the program does at its core, at its core, It's not about taking equity in a company. It's about helping a company accelerate being better than they are today. And that nurturing approach 
I think is fantastic standalone and fantastic as the foundation for the Accelerate Her program. I'm very excited to pay attention to its evolution and watch many cohorts into the future. But Durham, I wonder if I could ask you to close by giving a perspective on mentors and coaches from both sides. You have experience as being a mentor and a coach, but also when organizations are looking for that. If there was a startup, a founder or a future founder listening to this now, what would be your guidance to them? I would say mentors and coaches play an extremely important part in the success, whether it's that of an individual or that of an organization. For startups, it becomes all the more important because then you get a chance to hear from people who've probably done it before or who've seen that scenario playing out before and avoid the pitfalls. A mentor will never tell you what you should do, but they will nudge you to think in the right direction. And that's very important, especially for startups. And having been a founder myself, I can vouch for that. We become so emotionally attached to our vendor that sometimes we are unable to take a rational view of the situation. And mentors, what they help us do is bring in that emotional detachment, look at the situation or look at the path ahead in a very practical, logical, rational manner and make sure that, you know, the best happens. At NetApp, that is what we try to do. We bring in some of our best people to be mentors on the technical side, on the business side, as executive mentors. And, you know, not to take away from the fact that they also learn immensely with this interaction with the startups. Because uh, as the age-old saying goes, you learn the most when you teach. So it's the same situation that happens in a mentorship kind of a role by talking to these startups, which are doing some fantastic work. Uh, The mentor learns and the mentor is able to share what they know with the startups, which helps startups further in their journey. So it's a win-win to all the founders who are listening to this. I would say if you find a great mentor, don't let that person go. And at the same time, uh, you do not have to stick to one mentor forever. Think of mentors as your personal board of directors who will help you navigate through certain things. Each can have a different expertise. Each can bring a different view of things. And then as a founder, you assimilate that and decide what's the best way forward. That's a a wonderful summary and a, a great place for us to wrap up today's conversation. Thank you for taking the time. It's wonderful to hear about the NetApp Accelerator journey and even more exciting for me, I must say, to hear about the launch of the Accelerate Her program. I, I can't wait to watch that from close quarters. So Maduruma, thanks for taking the time today. Thank you, Tony. And you've been a mentor yourself to startups. Help them understand how to do sales. So thank you for that contribution. Thank you. We'll speak again soon. A wealth of experience and knowledge shared by Madarema. And it was brilliant to hear about NetApp's investment in supporting female innovators. As always, feedback is appreciated. Thanks for listening and bye for now.